I am Michelle. And I'm Hazel. And together we have created this podcast to promote positivity in the veterinary world. Both Hazel and I share a passion for all things veterinary, promoting well-being and keeping up to date with all things current and new in the veterinary world. Our main mission is to entertain, inform, engage and inspire. Each episode, we will ask a special guest to tell us all about their veterinary journey and how they manage life within their vet space. Hello, so welcome to our first episode of Fet Space Ireland. Hello, um, I'm Hazel Mullins. And I am Michelle McGuire. So, so, now that we figured out how to work the sound on our Instagram post, I suppose we should probably tell everyone what the Vet Space podcast is going to be about. So it's not going to be heavy clinical content, it's going to be more conversational content. It's going to be guest focused and we're going to be asking them questions about their veterinary lives and maybe their work-life balance and what they do for well-being and yeah just generally what motivates them to be the best vet or vet nurse they can be and how they get through all the like really stressful days and the long springs and what I suppose helps them keep a good work-life balance because it's not easy I suppose in the springtime or any time of the year when you're busy as a vet or a nurse or any other yeah. agricultural person. Exactly. So as a vet in practice myself, I'm interested to figure out how I can be a better vet and how I can be more zen maybe. And, you know, just to have maybe a little bit of company as well, driving around and listening to other vets talk about their experiences. And Michelle, you're in industry and a vet nurse. and Yeah, I suppose for me, like it's for... Yeah, I was a nurse for 10 years and I did work in referral practice, so it was crazy during the spring. So I remember working very, very long days and it wasn't easy and you kind of, you look forward to the spring for the excitement, but then you also, when you got to the end, you were like, oh, thank the heavens, because I didn't think I'd see mm. the end of it. But um, yeah, it's just interesting, I suppose, to get the perspective from people, how to manage it. I think we're a bit better these days. Then maybe we were when I started in practice a long time ago. Yeah. But, and also I suppose to get to chat to people and find out things that are new and current and that they're doing because, you know, people are doing different things and it's hard to keep up with the times mm. when you're so busy. Yeah, I find it hard to even read an article these days, not alone, uh, sit down and stroll through, you know, I know all different types of journals when I send you articles you're like yeah I'll get to read that um, I didn't get to read that article but maybe I'll get I to didn't read know it that you point. didn't know that you noticed that <laughs> at least you're not lying to oh, me pretending no, you I read have, it I haven't time um, to brush my hair at the moment to be honest and maybe taking on this podcast might have been a bit overconfident a bit overconfident <laughs> exactly but do you know it's a good distraction and it's nice to come up here and get a cup of tea and sit down and have a chat. And it's, you know, it's it's all about just conversation and talking about things and not bottling up issues. Um, and I think I think us as vets uh, can do that because we're, we've been programmed to just keep going, get keep on, on going. And sometimes you burn out and you just have to stop. And so, yeah. So, so I suppose of... we're going to have a kind of a specific set of questions that we're going to ask our guests but it's not going to be just it's not going to be pigeonholed to that but I think maybe it'd be a good idea if we ask each other some of those questions so Mm. tell me what made you decide to become a vet well 
I just love animals, Michelle. <laughs> no, that's not what that's not what you say in your interview. Cuddling um, sheep. Cuddling sheep. No. I was born and raised on a dairy farm. Um I had horses growing up, greyhounds growing up, and just in general was just surrounded by animals and I loved science in school. Never thought I could be a vet, never thought that I would get the points or you know, just and then all of a sudden in fifth year, I said, "Wait, maybe if I actually apply myself, knuckle down here, knuckle down, and I can perhaps even try to be a vet." So I went down the road of looking at different options because I really didn't think I was going to get the points for UCD, which I didn't, and I was aware of that. I didn't, I, I identified that as an issue, and I went to um, look at all alternative ways of becoming a vet, so I went to the UK and applied to Nottingham and got, luckily I got my place, and to be honest, I didn't, never thought that I would go abroad and study, because I was such a homebird. My dad said, right, we'll see you in a week, so, when, she, when he said goodbye to me, <laughs> and then six <laughs> years like, later, I was like, like she'll be back in a I'll week. show you, um, but no, it was great, and um yeah, no, it was just always, if you ever asked any of my friends, they'd always say, yeah, veterinary, anything to do with maybe agriculture or that kind of field. And agriculture just wasn't, it wasn't something that, you know, I suppose in my in my school, it wasn't something that was common because I was in a city school. I was one of maybe three or four country girls with farms that was in the school. And um so look, it just wasn't, you know, something so veterinary was was maybe pushed more. So very good. Mm. Well, I got into veterinary because I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up and I still don't really. But um so I thought, you know, whilst I'm deciding I'll go off and do my nursing course. So as part of my training I was in practice in Troy Town and then I subsequently went to work for them and it was really in Troy Town where I got my love of veterinary because I was so lucky to work with such amazing people and they really, there was such an unbelievable culture of teaching and learning and, you know, always trying to do the best thing and so many inspirational people. Like I literally learned everything I know in life there um, and it was such a great start. So, um, yeah, that's how I ended up um, as a veterinary nurse. And I know I'm probably not a good example because I am no longer working as a veterinary nurse. But I think when you do large animal like equine, it's, it's a bit more difficult. What you laughing at? Michelle, your cat has literally. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle has this cat called Obi Wan Kenobi, and she is literally pulling my sock off her foot. <laughs> he wants to be on the podcast so bad. Oh, and I can hear the sounds here, and he's that little clicking noise was Obi Wan Kenobi against the table. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so, so that was the story, anyway, and that's why I got into veterinary. But I loved the culture of learning, and I'm a bit of a geek, and I loved learning new mm. stuff about everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So, what was story. the craziest thing you ever seen in your veterinary career? Um. Okay, so I've saw, seen seen some pretty crazy stuff. I could probably write a book. I probably couldn't mention a lot of it here. But one of the funniest things definitely was when I worked in a mixed animal practice and the vet, Dan and I, were doing a evening clinic. So it's about 7 o'clock. And the receptionist has gone home or whatever. And we, one lady had just gone out the door and there's another little lady sitting in the waiting room with her cat in the box. And I was just doing whatever. And... Next thing, the console or the waiting room door just swung open and this sheep 
appears through it and there was a farmer behind him this poor sheep just like shoving it through the door and I was like um hi there are you okay and your man was like go girl yourself now um I was just driving by there and I had this old hoggish in the back of the jeep and I thought Dan now might have a quick look at her because she's she's not great and I just went right okay um I'll just go and see if Dan is free he can do that and uh but it was just the sight, like this, there was this farmer sitting there then across from the old lady and he was head to toe covered in shite, holding on to this hoggish. And the little lady was sitting there with her cap box in the waiting room. And I was just thought to myself, where do you see this? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you only see this in Tipperary. <laughs> well, that was gas. What yeah. about you? Craziest, um, mentalist that you can tell us. Oh, um, well, I did it. I did what I worked in as my, my first job in Kerry and... Um, back in 2013 I was the first female vet in Kerry for a while in Killarney so it was a bit of a shock to some people um, (laughs) namely two bachelor farmers on a wet Monday evening that I had to go and see a prolapse of um, a cow and of her uterus and so off I went I got the call and off I went out and I was a bit worried because it was one of my second prolapse I ever kind of went to and I was a new grad and all enthusiastic and I come out of the car and I said, oh, you know, hello, I'm Hazel. They're like, hello. And they looked at me kind of like I had about four heads and I was like, oh, you have a cow with prolapse. And they they kind of looked at me like, how do you know that? And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, where is she in the shed? Okay, will we get a rope on her? And, you know, is she down or up? And whatever and uh, so they got the and they just looked at me and I said will we get the rope so and they just went and got the rope and anyway did my veterinary thing put in the prolapse and went in my merry way and there wasn't much conversation at all throughout the whole thing and um, then the next day um, my boss maybe the ne- maybe not the next day maybe two days later my boss went out to do bloods it was like pre-movement bloods and um, they said Hazel they were like oh who was that girl that you sent out? Who was that girl that was here the other night? And my boss said, oh, that's Hazel, our new vet. And he said, what? Well, I didn't, we don't know who she was. But by the end of it, we thought she was the vet, all right. And After you I literally, like, that's the kind of thing you had to deal with a little bit. And um, it was just so funny. And I went out two weeks later and they apologised to me. They said, we're so sorry. We had no idea who you were. So they left this they left this girl just, you know, onto their farm and, you know, put in a prolapse back into the cow and yeah, Bob's your uncle. So yeah, that was one of the most yeah, funniest moments. Oh, um there's probably loads more, but I need to make a diary actually. Everyone says you should make a diary and you could write a book about all the cases and every vet probably has a book in them. Yeah. And yeah, it's something that if I had more time maybe I would think about, but I think, you know, sometimes you just move on from case to case and you just forget about things. But it's, we do have interesting and funny lives sometimes. Yeah, mm. like your man's book, what you call it, This Is Going To Hurt. Oh, but yeah. But a vet version. A vet version <laughs> of that would be does. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. So I suppose what we should tell people is that this is completely new to us and we really have no idea what we're doing. We're doing it a bit of on a wing and a prayer. So... We really would like people's feedback um, so we can do it better. And also, if there's things that people want us to talk about, and we've already had loads of people contacting us 
about things that they'd love to hear about or learn more about, especially students and stuff. So if there is anything that you'd want us to talk about or if there's someone in particular that you'd like us to have on um, the podcast, do please let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do have a really exciting first guest, which we can't really tell you about just yet. But But stay tuned to our socials. Stay tuned because um, it's going to be really exciting. Our it first is. guest is going to be class. Yes. And I think most of you are going to know the person. So yeah. just a little hint. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this venture. And um, I hope you all stay tuned and listen. And yeah. And you like it. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. So we will see you soon. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Vetspace podcast. To keep up to date with Vetspace Ireland, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Or to find out more, please go to vetspaceireland.ie.